Hello and welcome to another installment of Stoner News Network, the station that brings you news for stoners from stoners. I am your host and fellow stoner, Foxy Lady. Thank you for joining me and welcome back. Okay, so check it out. I found this really awesome article that was published back in October of 2017. And it's amazing. I have to bring it to you folks because if you're as graceful as I am and can trip over air, this is a good story. This is really good need-to-know information here. A study was published by a journal of bone and research conducted by researchers from Tel Aviv and Hebrew universities. This study showed that a, chem- a chemical in the marijuana known as cannabinoid cannabidiol, <laughs> the CBDs, strengthens bones and accelerates the healing of fractures without causing any psychotropic effects. Researcher Yankel Gabbett explains that we have found that CBD alone makes bones stronger during healing, enhancing the maturation of collagenous matrix which provides the basis for new mineralization of bone tissue after being treated with cbd the healed bone will be harder to break in the future that is amazing folks that is awesome i am so clumsy i'm sure i could use this in the future so the team of experts inflicted mild femoral fractures on rats and then gave the, an injection of CBD to some of them while others received CBD plus THC. They analyzed the healing between them and the rats that didn't have any THC, and their conclusion was that the rats injected with CBD experienced the same effects whether or not THC was present. That's awesome. Gabbett also adds, that we have found CBD alone to be sufficiently effective in enhancing fracture healing. Other studies have also shown CBD to be a safe agent, which leads us to believe we should continue this line of study in clinical trials to assess its usefulness in improving human fracture healing. I agree, folks. I agree totally. I hope you all do. This is awesome. Okay, so the team previously found that the body contains receptors which respond to cannabinoid compounds, and they are not just confined to the brain, folks. We will be right back, and I will let you know more information on this amazing study. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome back to Stoner News Network. Boop, boop. Thank you for coming back and joining me. I hope you're enjoying this story. This is amazing. This is amazing information. So the study showed that the skeleton has cannabinoid receptors which trigger bone formation and prevent bone loss. And the second study has confirmed this. Gabbett says... We only respond to cannabis because we are built with intrinsic compounds and receptors that can also be activated by compounds in the cannabis plant. This study is just a part of all research dedicated to medical benefits of marijuana compounds. And new 
findings might stimulate researchers to analyze the positive effects of marijuana in treatment of osteoporosis or other bone diseases. Gabbett adds, The clinical potential of cannabinoid-related compounds is simply undeniable at this point. While there is still a lot of work to be done to develop appropriate therapies, it is clear that it is possible to detach a clinical therapy objective from the psychoactivity of cannabis. CBD, the principal agent in our study, is primarily anti-inflammatory and has no psychoactivity. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> need to work on my impressions. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the medical properties of marijuana are numerous and it is primarily used to boost appetite in cases of AIDS, to lower side effects of chemotherapy, and to soothe chronic pain. Numerous studies claim that it can regulate blood sugar, decelerate the HIV progression, and treat multiple sclerosis and Parkinson's disease. Researchers have shown that CBD suppresses seizures, inhibits the mastasis of many aggressive cancers, and destroys leukemia cells. The Journal of Neuropsychopharmacology published a 2013 study which discovered that CBD is as effective as an antipsychotic drug, which is commonly used to treat schizophrenia and paranoia, it causes no side effects. Other studies have also found that CBD can be used as a safe anti-psychotic. <laughs> Tripping over my tongue. So, food for thought. We will be right back after these messages. Whoop, whoop. For the rest of the story. Hello, and welcome back to the rest of the story. <laughs> that was my Paul Harvey. I love Paul Harvey. He was awesome. Okay, so marijuana is still technically illegal under U.S. federal law, but several U.S. states allow the use of CBD for research or for limited medical functions. Plus, the laws of 23 other countries permit the medical use of marijuana. Marijuana is still classified as having no accepted medical use by the federal government because for some reason they like to have crazy people run around. Oh, we already went over that. So, yeah. Anyways, they might there might be a change with this approach as a recent decision of the FDA to approve the use of CBD extracts and experimental treatment for Dravet syndrome in a rare childhood epilepsy. Now, I don't believe CBD should be withheld from anybody for any reason. It should be legal everywhere. And I don't think you should have to be a certain age to have it. I know kids that do well with CBD for epileptic purposes. I know a kid that has problems with the digestive tract just a little tiny wee one that has to do CBD and THC just to get the little guy to eat. It's, it's crazy and, and it's helpful. So 
I love this report and this is just another step forward to our good fight that we are fighting for and we are in this to win this folks and we're getting stronger the masses will be heard and damn it that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome anyways enough of my psycho babble that was the rest of the story <laughs> we'll be right back Hello everyone and welcome back to the Stoner News Network. In case you haven't been paying attention, the buzz on Wall Street has been all about marijuana stocks in recent years. According to ArcView, a leading cannabis research firm, the North American legal pot market is on track to grow by 26% annually through 2021. If this estimate proves accurate, the North American legal pot market would be generating almost $22 billion in sales by the year 2021. This is roughly triple what it generated in 2016. That's the type of growth that green rush investors simply cannot overlook. So if you're looking for profitable pot stocks in 2018, according to Wall Street's current but always fluid consensus, you should probably focus on these following three companies. Afria. Among pure play marijuana stocks, none stands to put more profits in its coffers in 2018 than Canadian-based grower Afria. Afria has reported two consecutive full-year profits. Even though its earnings per share have been marginal relative to its value, it's nonetheless a step ahead of its competition in this department. Afria's secret sauce to success has primarily been its focus on organic growth. Although it did recently become active as an inquirer and partner, its main project is its more than $100 million four-phase capacity expansion that's expected to boost production to around 100,000 kilograms annually over a 1 million square feet. That's a lot. Can you imagine how pretty that farm's going to be? Wow. This project is slated for completion in late January of 2019. And more recently, it announced a strategic partnership with Devil Diamond Farms that's designed to bring in another 120,000 kilograms of annual production by the year 2019. Despite previously going the organic route, the build-out of Afria's own 100-acre site wouldn't have been completed until 2020. Informing this strategic partnership, Africa, uh, Afria, <laughs> sorry, more than doubles its production and knocks a year off its timeline to do that. That's awesome. To boot, it also recently announced the acquisition of Broken Coast Cannabis, which is expected to add another. 10,500 kilograms of annual production to its portfolio. That's amazing, folks. We're going to take a break and come right back, and I'll tell you about the other two ones to check out. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hello, and welcome back. 
So during the break, I learned that Afria has been a master at networking. It's one of a handful of Canadian growers with the green light to export dried cannabis to foreign countries with legalized medical weed. It recently also partnered up with Shoppers Drug Mart, which is part of the low blow companies. In Canada, it provide online medical marijuana. Shoppers Drug has 1,300 locations throughout Canada. So this licensing agreement could mean a major uptick and major profits for Afria. Number two, we have Scott's Miracle Grow. Among marijuana stocks but non-pure plays, no company will generate more in the way of profits than Scott's Miracle Grow. And that's because 89% of sales for Scott's Miracle Grow in 2017 were derived from its core lawn and business, uh, garden business. Sure, this business can be impacted by weather conditions and consumers' discretionary spending habits, but it's generally pretty predictive. This means that if the cannabis industry were to suffer major legal blows in the U.S. or abroad, Scott's could still fall back on its already core business, maintaining your garden. Nevertheless, sales for the company's subsidiary, Hawthorne Gardening Company, soared in 2017. Hawthorne has primarily grown by acquisition and focuses on hydroponics, soil, nutrient, and lighting solutions for medical cannabis industry. Which is really cool because you don't want a bunch of herbicides, you don't want any herbicides and pesticides and stuff like that in stuff you're smoking or eating. I don't, awesome. So now accounting for 11% of total sales, Hawthorne generated $287.2 million. That's a 137% year-on-year increase. In terms of organic growth, without factoring in acquisitions, sales still grew by a healthy 20%, topping the company's internal expectations. That's super groovy. Some on Wall Street have expressed concern for U.S. medical pot business after Attorney General Jeff Sessions announced the rescinding of the Cole Memo. The Cole Memo was a loose set of rules that legalized states agreed to abide by in order to keep the federal government off their back. Examples include keeping growing marijuana within the state and ensuring that pot didn't fall into the hands of adolescents. By rescinding the Cole Memo, it gives state prosecutors the discretion to go after marijuana violations, even in legal states. The good news is, though, is that Scott's is a global brand and it can easily shake off these concerns by focusing on Canadian, Mexican, and European customers. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome back to Stoner News Network. Last but not least on our stocks info is Organigram Holdings. Doesn't that sound like you should be expecting a singing delivery boy at the door? It just, it's kind of fun to say. So, Organigram Holdings is expected to just squeak out a profit, though it may not even earn a full penny per share when it's all said and done, according to Wall Street's consensus. Like Afria, Organigram's success 
and by success, I mean its ability to potentially turn a profit, it is derived from its focus on organic expansion. Organigram operates just a single grow location in Moncton, New Brunswick, and is planning to more than double its current square footage to 429,000 square feet and more than triple its annual production from 20,000 kilograms to 65,000 kilograms. The advantage of operating a single grow location can be found in its expenditures, which will be considerably lower than most of its peers. Organigram is also set up for success if Canada moves forward with legalizing recreational weed by July 2018. It's been given the okay by the New Brunswick Provincial Officer Authority, to supply a minimum of 5 million grams of dried cannabis a year to cover recreational marijuana demand. This is believed to have an estimated sales value of between 31 million and 47 million a year. Organigram's product portfolio expansion is another factor pushing it towards profitability. Whereas most growers are focused on dried cannabis production, and with good reason, since it is the most demanded type of cannabis, Organigram is branched off to cannabis extracts and oils. These are considerably higher priced and higher margin projects, products that could be the difference in pushing Organigram into the black in 2018. Say that ten times fast, folks. <laughs> Anyways... It looks to me, and I'm not a stock person, so I wouldn't take stock advice from me, but I am reading a story from the stock exchange or somewhere. I don't even know where it's from. But you know what? The Motley Fool, that's who did it. The Motley Fool put this story out there. It's an amazing story, and it... It is great information if you choose to invest in one of the green stocks. And I would have to say, if you're going to invest in anything, you'd probably do good to invest in automotives, weed, or um, what was the other one on the tip of my tongue? <laughs> I don't need electronics. Yeah. So that's my advice. We will take a break, and we will be right back. And we're back! Thanks for joining me! We're friends! Yay! Whoop, whoop! <laughs> Anyways. An effort in the House to legalize medical marijuana failed on a 54-69 to 69 vote Monday after Representative Cindy Holscher's amendment met resistance for not going through a committee first. Others blasted the legislative process, saying committee leaders have refused for years to allow hearings on this bill. Representative Troy Waymaster, Republican Bunker Hill, and others shared emotional stories during the debate on the amendment, recalling the relief marijuana brought to loved ones suffering from cancer, epilepsy, migraines, and other illnesses. Waymaster said he supported a dying companion's effort to seek marijuana in Colorado as she battled ovarian cancer, but he couldn't support the amendment. I don't think this is the right time to bring this forward. I know there is benefit to it. I've seen it. I saw what it, it did to her. 
But the previous representatives who spoke before me, a 116-page amendment is not the right process. The proposal from Holscher would have amended State Senate Bill 282, which would legalize hemp oil with no THC. The House advanced the hemp oil bill on the voice vote. So, okay, so they can void, uh, vote voice ways on that one. So modeled on legislation that had passed in other states, Holscher defended her amendment by saying the dependency rate for marijuana is equal to caffeine and lower than that of more serious drugs like heroin. Legalizing marijuana is the medicine, for medicinal use is the answer to the opioid crisis. And she has supports from her doc from doctors stating so. Marijuana is the gateway to health, not other drugs. The question is, do we want to help our people or send them potentially to other states? She talked about her daughter's struggle with arthritis and read through a long, li long list of side effects for prescribed painkillers. She then listed the side effects of marijuana, including changes in mood, increased appetite, and lethargic behavior. Which sounds better for your child, she asked. Please don't make us lawbreakers. Right now, my daughter's doing well. We're trying to make, trying to make it with a prescription, but the time will come when that likely won't work. Give us an option for something that has been proven to work that will help her situation. And on that note, folks, we're going to take a little commercial break and I hope to see you right back here after these messages. You are listening to Stoner News Network. Representative Linda Gallagher, Republican from Lenexa, said efforts to consider medical marijuana have been stymied at every turn. Representative John Carmichael of Wichita asked how many Kansans must suffer before lawmakers move forward. Representative Willie Dove from Bonner Springs opposed taking action on limited notice. Representative John Whitmer of Wichita said the amendment offered no information on the fiscal effect or impact on law enforcement. In other emotional debate, Representative Leonard Mastroni of La Crosse said medical marijuana could have allowed his daughter to forego a risky surgery she needed while suffering from seizures caused by a brain tumor. Representative Vic Miller of Topeka described his brother suffering of ep epilepsy. Those anecdotes may be powerful, said Rep. Abraham Rafi, but lawmakers only have noisy data on the potential hazards and benefits of marijuana. Can you believe that? Noisy data? This shit's been dangling in their face for years and they just refuse to open their eyes, untwist their switches. Freaking morons. Whatever. Okay, so the story goes on to craziness. There will be a real-life experiment with marijuana. I don't believe we should step into that experiment at this point. Before Holscher's amendment, lawmakers argued the merits of legalizing hemp oil. Several raised concerns about enforcing THC levels and the possibility of running afoul of federal law and redefining marijuana. Without the resources to test every product, Kansas could become a bootlegger's paradise, said Representative John Baker. 
Dove dismissed the concern, saying producers would be subject to regulation by U.S. Food and Drug Administration and unlikely to risk shipping THC into hemp oil products. Slipping THC into hemp oil products. Yeah, well, see, they don't know us stoners, do they? Because we totally have the capacity to sink below the belt and do stuff like that. I don't think we should have to go to that extent. I think it should just be readily available to us. And I feel really bad for these people in Vermont or Kansas. Sorry, Kansas. Um, I'm at a state where it's legal, not recreationally, but medically. And I, I'm happy here. If I, ha- if I move from this state, I guarantee I will not go to one where it is not legal. In one way or another. I mean, that's just it. That's a fact, folks. It's a fact. Anyways, we're going to take another quick break. And we will be right back after these messages. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome back to Stoner News Network. This is Desert Fox. And guess what? I had to hijack the reins because she was about to close the show. And I have a few things that I have to say because I've heard the show and you know what? There's some amazing things happening in science and there's a lot of states that are on board and there's a lot of people that are on board. And you know what? Better yet, there's a lot of politicians that are on board. If you haven't heard episode one of the Southern News Network, you need to go back and you need to take notes. And we're going to step by step tell you what you're going to do on election day because these paper pushing assholes that need to form a committee to do some stuff from the 1800s. Um, we, we, you know, there's, it's, the data is there and is, and there's a whole bunch of it. There's not a little bit and it's not shoddy and it's not, doesn't have holes in it. No. There, medical science is doing amazing things with marijuana and they're making amazing studies that show actual facts if you can't get a hold of your congressman, you let Desert Fox know, and I will put you personally in touch with him or her or whoever. Because something has to happen. You know, a bee comes and starts swarming in your face, you're going to swat it. Anybody would. But uh, how many people live in the United States? If four billion bees come flying at your ass, I don't care who you are, <laughs> you're going to run. You're going to do whatever those bees want, right? So let's let's be the change that we want to see. Let's be the change that we want to see, and let's make that happen. Desert Fox signing out. Thanks for listening. So what I think he's trying to say is, um, there may not be a way we can get a hold of your congressman directly, but it, you need to channel all of them. Your representatives, your congressmen, your mayors of your city and your towns and your governors of your states. And you need to make your opinion heard. Because like what Desert said, is if you get swarmed with one bee, you're either going to like ignore it or you're going to brush it away. If you get swarmed with millions of bees, you're going to run for cover and you're going to do whatever it takes to... Not Maybe get stung. <laughs> so, we're begging you to be the bees and get a hold of your congressman, your mayor, your governor, your 
senator, your state representatives, and just bombard <clears throat> them with, you guys are wrong. We have studies that prove that, and you need to quit hindering this amazing evolution of what could be the best life we could ever live, starting from now. Imagine that, folks. This is Foxy Lady, signing off. Hey, and just a reminder, in case you've missed it, the first episode was full of people in office that are backing our fight. So reach out to them. It could be very beneficial to everyone. Have a good day.